What up, y'all? It's Fry Daddy back here on Bullpen BS on this uh, Sunday that, man, I, I hate this Sunday because there's no football except for, I guess, the Pro Bowls going on, but nobody really watches that. Um, I told Jen on our way home last night, I said, I, I dread this Sunday every year because I've had football on every Sunday since September. Um, and, and now I've got to hurry up and wait until next Sunday, which is the Super Bowl. Um, it's the longest two weeks of a football fan's life. If your team is playing in the Super Bowl, um, but everything kicks off tomorrow and all the media coverage and stuff like that, it's going to be a blast. Hey, uh, real quick. Um, last episode we discussed, uh, name, image, and likeness, the transfer portal, um, all those things that are influencing college sports real quick. And I, and I wanted to just give a brief update on that since we've, um, done that podcast, um, the NCAA has come down on the university of Tennessee again, um, for name, image, and likeness stuff. Um, and, what ended up happening was I think it really, really backfired in NCAA's face um, because the attorneys general for the state of Tennessee and the state of Virginia have both filed lawsuits against the NCAA and their antitrust stuff. So um, more to come on that as it unfolds, um, but it will be super interesting to see where that goes because that could be the beginning of the dismantling of um not only the the NCAA enforcement stuff that Rick Pitino kind of dove in on uh, yesterday after uh, after the St. John's game, um, where he kind of you know started to say, "Hey, the, they have no place in this anymore." Um, um, but it may be the, the 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 beginning of the dismantling of the NCAA period, um, as far as Power Five stuff is concerned. So, be super interesting to see where those lawsuits go, if anywhere. Um, but but we'll stay tuned on that. Um, real quick, um, there's an email address attached to this podcast: bullpenbsfrydaddy at gmail.com. B u l l p e n b s f r y d a d d y at gmail.com. Um, the the o- overwhelming support that continues to pour in on this is 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 astounding to me. I, I can't believe it. Um, you know, the uh, I had some former players of mine uh, reach out this week, say, "Man, I, I've listened to every episode. It's it's been awesome. Um, can't wait for your next one. Uh, it's just been it's been awesome to to people that I know that that." have this strong passion about sports in general, like I do um, just continue to reach out every week. And I, I I'm loving it. Thank you for that. But, but let's, let's keep the train moving here. Um, you know, it, whenever you listen to the, whatever platform you listen to it on rate it, review it. Um, let's just keep pushing it up the charts. Cause we're, we're doing some really, really good things here. And, and um, we're starting to reach some, some, some ears that that um, are outside of our circle, which is just just fantastic. And so, um, bullpen BS Friday at gmail.com. If you have uh, topic ideas, if you have um, 
opinions on this stuff if, if you have which i uh, after we get into what we're going to get into today i'm sure it'll be flooded with uh, um opinions because it's it's a very uh highly controversial topic um all in fun though um but if you have any of that kind of stuff, reach out. Let, let's 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 get some dialogue going, um, so that we can you know kind of preview the 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 dialogue from the episode before before we jump into what we're talking about on this episode. Okay, let's do that right now. Top five ish quarterbacks in the NFL of all time. Man, is that highly controversial because everybody has their own criteria as to what fits in their top five, right? Um, mine is, I'll be very, very blunt about this. I, mine is the eye test only, not only there's some bias involved, but the eye test. So, so what I mean by that is, you know, there's a, there's a lot of quarterbacks that I never saw play that, that often reach maybe not top five, but certainly top 10 lists of, of many, many folks. And, you know, like Johnny Unitas and Roger Staubach and um, uh, Bart Starr and, um, you know, the, the, those guys that were before my, even even Terry Bradshaw, um, you know, I, I, I never saw them play. And so I can't really say, yeah, they're in my top five list of all time because I, I don't really know. I mean, I, I have... I have no other than highlight films. I, I I don't have a point of reference, right? And so mine is very um, um, eye test driven, um, and and obviously just like everybody else that tries to put one of these lists together, there's some bias involved. Okay, and so um, I'll jump into mine right now, and then we'll discuss about you know some of the other things that kind of go into. Um, not only my top five, but, but, but certainly others, uh, as well. My top five are this, um, it kills me to say this, but Tom Brady obviously is the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, not just, um, I mean, you can pick whatever criteria that you want and he's probably coming out on top. Um, statistically speaking, um, titles speaking, uh, you name it. I mean, the guy has um, has cemented himself as the greatest quarterback in the NFL of all time. Second for me is Peyton Manning. Um, now, some some of you that are listening to this right now are going, "Well, of course he said Peyton Manning, right?" Okay, I, I I'm. This is where pro- probably some of my bias begins. Um, I mean, hell, I named my my firstborn after Peyton Manning. Um, uh, but, but even in his, you know, really, I mean, even at his late Tennessee years is when I, when I first started watching him and following him, um, I mean, hell, he, he had an atrocious rookie year in Indianapolis. Um, but I've loved that dude, um, really probably since 1998. Um, and when, when he decided as a free agent to join my favorite team, the Denver Broncos, um, it was, I mean, you, you, you talk about somebody that, that was just through the roof with excitement. Um, I loved that my favorite quarterback was coming to my favorite team. Um, hoping that that was going to be the greatest marriage of all time. 
Um, and it turned out pretty good for us Broncos fans. Um, number three for me is Joe Montana. Um, I, I think that, that he, um, you know, not only with his four Super Bowl titles, uh, but I mean, just the way that, that, uh, I mean, he was four and oh in Super Bowls. Um, the guy's just a winner. I mean, he, he, uh, the, those eighties and, and nineties, early nineties, um, Niners teams, they were really, really fun to watch because it was like the, the, that was what birthed the, the new ideas of, of offense, right? The, the, the whole Bill Walsh, uh, West coast stuff and, they were really starting to throw the ball and Jerry Rice running all over the joint and John Taylor's running all over the joint. And, and we've got chaos and it was fun. Um, not fun when they uh, torched my Broncos 55 to 10 um, in that Super Bowl, but, but fun nonetheless to watch um, just a, a, a new brand of offense. Um, and the way that he conducted those offenses was, um, man, it was, it was, it was really, really fun to watch. Number four for me, John Elway, um, again, maybe biased, maybe not. I don't know. Um, he resides in a lot of people's top fives. Um, I I'm, I'm super glad that he got his two Super Bowls there at the end of his career, because I think that if, if not for those, um, he would be in, in, uh, the tier with Dan Marino, right? Um, super statistically um, superior to almost all of their peers in, in that era. Um, Marino oftentimes gets left behind and Elway kind of gets thrust forward. And I think it has everything to do with those two Super Bowl titles that he won in 97 and 98. Um, And so I, I, you know, I think that not only was he, um, you know, just, just a, he led he's the reason why the Denver Broncos are who they are today. He's the reason why that organization um took that leap forward and 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 became for all intents and purposes the uh, the model franchise for the NFL for a long time until until New England became New England with with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Um but it was, you know, he he drove so much of of that train for that organization for so long. Um, but he was, he was fantastic on the field, right? He was, he was kind of that, um, um, maybe not dual threat, but, but made a lot happen with his legs, right? He was, um, he was Steve Young before Steve Young and, and Steve Young was, uh, you know, before Russell Wilson and then, you know, those kinds of quarterbacks that really do a lot with their legs create with their legs. Um, but man, he had a bullet, you, you know, he had a cannon for an arm, um, and, and did a lot with, with a little, um, certainly early in his, in his career, um, you know, when they really started to make their Super Bowl runs there and, you know, uh, that first one, and it, and, you know, when they beat Cleveland with the, the, the mile high miracle, uh, 98 yard drive to, uh, cap off that win uh, to put them in the Super Bowl. That's kind of what started, and uh, you know, them really being a model franchise for a number of years, all the way until he retired in '98. And number five for me um, is is Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think that um, 
what he's been able to do in in the short amount of time, you know, his um, I think this was his sixth year uh, of starting in the NFL. Um, just just remarkable what he's been able to pull off. Um, I do believe um, that if he can win next Sunday uh, in Super Bowl Fifty Eight, uh, that moves him ahead of Elway on my list. Um, and and because that'll be his third title. And, um, and Lord knows what, what he'll be able to do, um, from there. But, um, you know, again, just a super, super fun guy to, to watch. He's a winner. Um, you know, the, um, there's never a, a point in any game, you know, even as a Broncos fan, there was, you know, we, we finally broke the curse, um, and we're able to beat them this year. Um, after they beat us something like 16 times in a row. Um, but even in that game, it was, uh, I think the final score ended up being 24 to nine, but there were, there was a time there in that game where it was late in the fourth. And I thought, Oh my God, all he's got to do is, is put two drives together. And he's very, very capable of doing that in a, in a small window of time. And so, you know, the things that he's able to do um, leading that offense, because, I mean, you know, outside of really his um, safety blanket in, in Travis Kelsey, and, you know, he had Tyreek Hill there for a little bit um, for, you know, a, a good part of his career, but 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 not this year now that Tyreek's in Miami. But other than those, I mean, it's kind of been a revolving door as far as his, his weapons and dude hasn't, hasn't skipped a beat. He's kind of like what Tom Brady was able to do in, in new England. Um, you know, so it, it's, it, it'll be fun to watch, um, his career unfold to see if he can ultimately continue to move up those lists. He, you know, there's a lot of certainly probably more chiefs fans than anything that, that are already ready to put him, um, in the same, you know, tier or certainly the same sentence as Tom Brady. And we've got a long way to go there. Um, you know, we've got a long way to go there and that's, and I'll leave it at that. So, um, again, that that's, all based off of the eye test. Those are guys that I have watched, you know, with my own eyes in games, in seasons. Um, and, and that's where I rank my top five. Now, super, it's super subjective on how people put their list together. And it's always kind of been funny to me because the criteria that's used for some people um, to, to, um, I guess, you know, bolster their, um, why their top five should, should be considered, um, the, you know, the, the top is, is it's always been funny to me because there's, there's people that will, that will use, well, here's the reason why it is the way that it is because it's Super Bowl titles. Oh, really? Well, then why didn't, Terry Bradshaw crack your top four. Troy Aikman crack your top four. I mean, you got Brady and Montana up there, but then you go uh, Mahomes next, right? Well, he's only got two. Well, he's going to get more. Uh, well, we'll see, right? We'll see. 
Terry Bradshaw's nowhere close. He's got four four Super Bowl titles. He's got just as many as as, as Joe Montana. Troy Aikman's got three. N- hardly anybody ever talks about Troy being in their top five. Sometimes Troy's not even in in people's top ten. Um, with that Cowboys dynasty in the nineties, it it's hard to argue that you know that he doesn't belong somewhere in there, right? And then you got your other people that will go purely on stats. Okay. So I'm I'm assuming then that behind Brady and 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 Manning, you've got Brett Favre and Drew Brees in your top five, right? Well, no, no, because they only won one Super Bowl. Hang on. We're not talking about Super Bowls. I thought we were talking about stats, right? Drew Brees, five five thousand yard seasons. He's the only uh, the next closest is is uh, Mahomes and Brady, and they did it twice. Drew Brees, eight straight seasons of completing 65% of his passes. Eight straight seasons of 65% or higher on his pass, uh, on his completion percentage. I mean, the, the, those numbers are insane, but the dude has one Super Bowl title, and he doesn't ever get the consideration that, that probably he deserves. How about Brett Favre? For 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 a long time, Brett held. I mean, when when Brett was inducted into uh, the Hall of Fame, he was the first in yards and touchdown passes and completions and and attempts. And um, I mean, he had a a long list of of, of records that he held um, f- as a quarterback. Uh, now that you know time has gone, um, he sits behind Brady and and Breeze and Manning in in a lot of those categories. Um, but for a long time, he he led in everything, and and Brett really doesn't get um, the recognition that he probably deserves. Um, and so it, it's always you know this stuff is super subjective, super subjective. And um, everybody has their reasons why. I just wish that when people compiled their lists, that they kind of stuck to one narrative. Um, but that's what makes this awesome, and that's what makes it, um, you know, the 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 opinionated um, discussions that that arise out of these is what makes this stuff fun. Um, now I said top five ish, right? Because I, it's so hard for me. To watch what Dan Marino did for for the longest time, because he was, you know, obviously with with in the Elway era, and um, you know the Jim Kellys and 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 things of that nature. To watch what Dan Marino did with with Mark Clayton and Mark Duper and um, just slinging footballs all over God's green earth, um, and never to win a Super Bowl title, it. It kills me because he gets dismissed oftentimes. And I think Dan is probably one of the best quarterbacks that's ever lived. I have him just outside of my top five. Um, I think that if if I was to have a top eight, it would go Marino, Breeze, Favre in that order. Um, six, seven, and eight. Um But it's also, as I mentioned before, hard for me to dismiss Troy Aikman as well. Troy's in a different um, category is not the word. Tier really isn't either. Um, 
I believe, and I believe this wholeheartedly as a Dallas Cowboy hater, um, if, if he was able, if he wanted to, he could have put up stats like, you, you know, just like those other guys were putting up in that era. You know, the um, the Elways and, 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 you know, Montana was at the end of his career uh, there, but... Um, he could have put up numbers. I I wholeheartedly believe it. You know that that would have rivaled a lot of those guys. But Troy was so focused on winning titles that he was more than happy to give the reins to Emmett and and let Emmett you know just do what he did um, to to drive that train and. Um, Troy did what he needed to do to be able to, um, you know, keep defenses honest. Um, and, you know, with Michael Irvin and um, uh, Harper, Alvin Harper and, and uh, you know, Novacek and, you know, he, he, he didn't have bad weapons to, to be able to do that either. Um, but for the most part, he let Emmett, you know, just, do what Emmett does. And, and, and they were, they were rattling off Super Bowl titles left and right. And, you know, it's hard for me to dismiss him because I really believe that Troy is probably one of the greatest leaders at the quarterback position that the game has ever seen. Um, and I think everybody got behind him because of that, because I think that they saw that, if he wanted to, he he could be statistically speaking one of the best ever. But he chose not to, and 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 allowed um, you know Emmett to be to do Emmett things, and they were able to 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 get three rings out of the deal. And so you know he's probably I don't know nine or ten on my list. Um, and then some others that that probably need some consideration that that sometimes sit outside of people's um, top ten. Uh, Steve Young, um, you know that, that that couldn't have been easy. Uh, you know, coming in behind Montana and just picking up where he left off and uh, grabbing a Super Bowl title of his own. And um, you know, the, there were uh, there were a number of years where that Niners team was. They were going to be tough to beat because Rice was in his prime, and um, you know they they were you know constantly finding themselves in NFC Championship games, and so Steve Young probably deserves some consideration there. Ben Roethlisberger um, for for longevity purposes, you know he had a couple Super Bowl titles. Um, I, I'm not sure that you know he he may have had a losing season in there somewhere. But it didn't happen very often. That dude just won. They, they, um, you could count on Pittsburgh, you know, being a playoff team every year when when Big Ben was at the at the helm. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers, you know, I one Super Bowl title, um, but you know, several MVPs to his name, um. You know, I, it'll be interesting to see if he can even come back to 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 play for the Jets this year. I, you know, there were 
obviously rumors flying around that he may have been able to to try to pull off um you know the the unthinkable this last year when he tore his Achilles in in week one that he was maybe going to come back and try to play at the end of the year if the, if they were in playoff contention and and they were obviously out of it before it mattered and so uh, we didn't see him but um, interested to see who he'll be going forward but his Green Bay years certainly speak for themselves um, a perennial winner um, you know. Uh, uh, an all-timer uh, as far as um, um, Green Bay is concerned, you know, getting to the playoffs almost every year. Um, by the way, Green Bay has done just a phenomenal job of um, drafting quarterbacks. I mean, they're on quarterback number three uh, since Brett Favre started. How incredible is that? Um, you got a Hall of Famer, uh, a future Hall of Famer in Rodgers, and Jordan Love looked pretty good this year. Um, maybe they've got the the recipe figured out that everybody else probably needs to try to start getting on board. And that, and that is um, having a Hall of Fame quarterback um, uh, toward the end of his career, draft his replacement and let him watch for a few years and then uh, let him walk. And here comes the next guy. Um, they've done that three three quarterbacks in a row, and it's looking like it's working pretty well so um obviously the the book's still out on on uh on jordan love he had a great year this year we'll, we'll see but um he, he looked pretty good there uh toward the end of this year um so that's our that's that's the top five ish right i would love to hear what your top five is also uh reach out bullpen bs friday at gmail.com it's obviously super subjective it's obviously super opinionated um, that's why we love this stuff. That's the reason why our passion runs so high about this stuff. Reach out. Let me know what your top five is. Okay. We've got Super Bowl 58 coming a week from today. Um, I'll have the smoker out. I'm doing a pork butt that day. Can't wait for that. Um, I will. I already have, um, my bets placed. Um, I'll do some, um, prop bets later in this week. Um, the, the stuff that I, you know, that I, I kind of love about the, the Super Bowl, um, as far as props are concerned. Um, but I've already got my, uh, against the spread bet in, I've already got my MVP bet in, um, I'm undecided on the over under, I'm not going to share what, uh, where my money lies right now. That'll be on the next episode. Um, but just to roll through some of, of where the, the um the bets lie and where the odds lie right now is a, a week out um the mvp odds right now you've got patrick mahomes sitting anywhere depending on the book anywhere from uh plus 20 to plus 120 to 125 um he's obviously the the the, the leader um in mvp odds um behind him brock purdy quarterback for san francisco is at plus 220 and then christian mccaffrey um, uh, behind him at plus four fifty. Um, the, I, I love the, um, you know, the, 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 how good those, the, you know, the, those odds are on McCaffrey. Um, you know, the, the dude that scores a ton, um, 
you know, if they were able to pull it out and he scores a couple touchdowns, you know, he, he usually they like to give the MVP to the quarterback, uh, but it would be hard to um, not give it to somebody that scores a couple times. So um, love the, the, the odds on, on that McCaffrey bet. Um, as far as where the money lies in, in Vegas and sports books uh, around the, the, the country, uh, an overwhelming amount of money right now is is on the Chiefs. Um, the the line is sitting somewhere between two and two and a half. Started at three, got bet all the way down to one. Uh, it was three for for San Francisco. Um, bet all the way down to minus one for San Francisco. Um, and then it, it it has has gone gone back to sitting anywhere from two to two and a half. The superbook in Vegas just moved to two and a half yesterday or on Friday, I guess. Um, so something happened there because um, there's been an overwhelming amount of bets and an overwhelming amount of of money or handle on the Chiefs as of Friday, maybe even early Saturday. Seventy four percent of of the handle or money. And 73% of the bets were all on Kansas City. Um, and, and the public likes Kansas City even more um, as they've got 84% of the bets uh, on Kansas City and 77% of, of the money or handle on, on Kansas City. But something happened Friday. Obviously, they're not saying. I know that there was an, a, a million-dollar wager placed, um, I believe, on DraftKings. Uh, maybe not DraftKings, maybe it was in a casino, but 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 at at any rate, there was a, a million dollar bet made on San Francisco um, at 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 uh, at minus two, and so I don't know if 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 that's enough to push the you know to move the needle from uh, two to two and a half, and maybe you know maybe the sharps money are starting to come in on San Francisco as well. Um, but something happened to move that needle to get it to two and a half. Um, so it'll be interesting to see this week as it unfolds to see where, you know, some of that money lands. Um, and then, of course, there's, um, you know, the over under the over under sitting anywhere from 47. Most have it at 47 and a half right now um, with 70 percent of the money being on the over. Um, and, and also 70% of the bets being on the over, um, an interesting deal that I saw, uh, yesterday, uh, 23 of 24 States, um, I guess that can place wagers, um, on, on this stuff. Um, 20, 23 of the 24, um, had the over picked the only state that the majority of bets that were on the under was the state of Kansas. And that that's really odd to me. And it, um, be, just because there's, you know, where you're probably going to find the most chiefs fans anyway. Um, but for some odd reason, um, as of now, they're the only state that was, um, had a majority of the bets and the handle on the under. Um, so that's sitting at about, 47 and a half right now. Um, that's probably not likely to move 
And I would be shocked to see if the line moves much from two to two and a half either. Um, like I said, it's at two and a half right now at the Superbook in Vegas, at, you know, out at the Westgate, um, which is just a phenomenal place, uh, by the way, that if you ever get a chance to go and, and just you don't even have to bet, just go in there and watch some games. I was there during March Madness in, in uh, um, 2022. God. I, I could have spent the entire weekend there. We were there for Jen's 40th birthday, and it probably wouldn't have been good for me if I would have just said, hey, let's just spend your your whole birthday weekend here in the in the Superbook. But um, just what a phenomenal place. If you're a sports fan and love uh, you know being around fanatics, um, do yourself a favor and go to the Superbook out at the Westgate in Vegas. Um, but anyway, the, the, they've got it sitting at two and a half right now. I, I it won't shock me if it gets moved back down to, to to two. But if there's a ton of money that comes in this week on on San Francisco, don't be surprised if that thing gets to three. Um, but love that stuff. Can't wait for this week. It, it's such a fun week with all the media and stuff. Um, and I just can't wait for the game because it's it's obviously the um, the ultimate for for us as football fans. So um, for all my Chiefs fans out there. Good luck to you. Um, that's hard for me to say as a Broncos fan, but um, I've gotten, you know, all my family is Chiefs fans, and so um, I can't be too um, angry <laughs> at them. So um, uh, good luck to them, and and then uh, I know that there's some people out there that that are um, uh, that I know that listen to the to the episodes to the podcast um, that are Niners fans too. Good luck to y'all. Um, we'll, we'll dive into a, a lot of the Super Bowl stuff this, on this next episode, um, later on this week. And, and I'll, I'll let you know where my money lies and, um, and hopefully I'll be, uh, I'll be cashing in a lot of that on, on, uh, on next Sunday. So, uh, that's it for now, guys. Thanks for tuning in again. Bullpen BS Friday at gmail.com. If you have, uh, comments opinions uh, topic ideas uh would love to hear them but until then uh, this has been fried Eddie with bullpen bs we'll catch you on the next one